Coming to you live from the JRE Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios, it's the Cigar Pulpit. Hello everybody and welcome to another sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm the Bishop of the Burn, Nick. And today, I am going to be bringing you a little bit of cigar news and um, kind of doing the other business of the week and everything. So we'll go ahead and jump right into it. Now, I have a very nice cigar for myself as I'm sitting out here in the Jerry Tobacco Aladino Mobile Studios in uh, the Ice Tent of Love. I've got my mug of fucking good coffee right here. Mm. I believe that is the whiskey barrel-aged um, coffee. And uh, today, I will be firing up the Aganor Salif Anniversario Maduro Gran Robusto 5x54, featuring a Nicaraguan Shade Garan Maduro wrapper, uh, Nicaraguan binder, and Nicaraguan filler. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, get the little bit of tissue paper off the end. Not even cellophane, just a little tissue paper. It's even branded up with the Aganor Salif logo. And I'm doing that, uh, this cigar, for a reason, um, which we will go ahead and get to now because it is time for the official cut. And the official cut is brought to you by Dan the Man Ponder at Riverman Cigar Company. Guys, today, Friday, November the 18th, if you were listening to this episode on launch day, today is the day that Terrence Riley of Aganor Salif will be at the Riverman Cigar Company in Crestwood, Missouri, doing the Aganors experience. Um, he's going to be out there with the little Fumas, the little, you know, one-leaf kind of rolled little... I, I, I don't even know what you call it. Cigarello, maybe? But it, it, it's a Fuma, is what they call it. But it's just a itty-bitty little cigar. And it's just that one type of tobacco. And you'll get to smoke that one type of tobacco. Then you'll smoke the other type of tobacco. And then you'll kind of merge them together and get to know the blend and how they come together. And you'll be able to tell, you know, what they taste like together when they're when they're smoked um, in that way. So the nice thing about that is you get to refine your palate a little bit. And that's at the Riverman Cigar Company. It starts at, I believe, 6 o'clock on uh, today, this Friday, um, the 18th. So again, if you're in the St. Louis area, swing on by. It's going to be a great time, a lot of great education, and Terrence Riley's a fantastic guy. Um, and if you're not in the St. Louis area, well, this is the kind of cool stuff that you miss out on when you uh, aren't in the St. Louis area and you're not going to Riverman Cigar Company. And so anyway, um, I uh, I would have liked to have gone, um, unfortunately. Uh, well, not unfortunately. I don't want to make it sound that way. Um I had some other life commitments come up and, um, you know, I'm just not able to make it, but it's okay. It happens. Stuff happens. So I'm still going to smoke this Anniversario fantastic cigar and we're going to get that going. And if you don't make it to the Riverman Cigar Company, uh, Aganorsa event, you can just call up the shop and Dan does mail order. So you can get a whole big shipment of uh, Aganorsa Leaf products sent to you from Riverman Cigar Company and support a brick and mortar. Anyway, it's Riverman Cigar Company, Crestwood, Missouri. And with that, it's time we go ahead and cut the cigar. So I am going to do a... Uh, well, first I'm going to rub my eye because apparently I have something bothering my eye. I'm going to do a straight cut on this guy. Um, do that. And we're going to go ahead and do the cold draw here. Hmm. Well, I'm picking up two notes right off the bat. Super duper obvious. And um, I, I, you know, it's very obvious. We have a little hint of um, cocoa, like chocolate, and it's kind of earthy. So, yeah, kind of earthy chocolatey thing going on with the cigar. And so I'm looking forward to this. So I'm going to light this up. I have not had it in this size. I have had one of these once before, and it was a really, really good cigar. So I'm looking forward to um, giving this another try and um, actually, you know, talking about it, taking some time and looking, you know, into it. This is obviously a lighter that um, Jeff must have screwed with because... The flame on this thing is stupid high. 
and heaven forbid, I take a moment to adjust it. Bad enough that I'm having to light this thing by myself here. So anyway, all right. We're getting into the cigar here. You know, I have another lighter, now that I think about it, in the, this little cup holder here. I wonder how good this one is. Well, that one's working all right. I've got lighters everywhere, guys. You don't even understand. I have these, like, Vertigo Cyclones. They're they're all over my house. And um, I kind of have to watch that, given the fact that I have a six-year-old, you know, coming over here on the regular. So you don't want a lighter just hanging out willy-nilly. So, um I do try to at least keep track of them. But anyway, given this a, uh, giving this a puff, fantastic. Right off the bat, I'm going to do a right off the foot retro hail here. You know. <coughs> huh. Okay. So, flavor notes of the cigar. Um, it's it's kind of earthy. Um, but the pepper is on the retro hail. You definitely get some, some spice on the retro hail here. Um, there's a, maybe a little bit, little, little, little bit of pepper on the palate itself from the smoking experience. But, um, the smoking experience really is, um, more of an earthy thing. And then you get the pepper on the retro hail. I, it's, it's smoking wonderfully here just in the little early little bit, um, the draw on it is really, really great. And um, so far, it's kicking off smoke like a champ. I mean, I'll be watching that. I've, I have, I'm sure you all have your things that, you know, are your criteria for what makes a good cigar. I personally like mine to be a little smokestack that kicks off a lot of smoke. Anyway, speaking of cigars, I want to get into a little bit of cigar news. Um, there was a report recently put out by the Cigar Association of America, and that's, you know, a cigar trade group. And um, what they were doing is they were talking about cigars imported into the United States from January to August of this year, 2022. And apparently what they are showing is that there is, despite the fact that everybody's kind of like, oh, the, the COVID boom is over and blah, blah, blah. There was apparently a growth of 4.3% compared to the same period of time in 2021. And it's uh, nearly the amount of cigars that was estimated to have been imported into the United States during the entire 12-month period of 2014. We're talking three... Unknown oh, caller. We're going to mute that. We're talking 307 million premium cigars imported between January and August of this year. Um, they, uh, noted that Nicaragua apparently has imported about 13 and a half million more premium cigars in the same period of 2021. So Nicaragua is just pumping out the cigars. Um, Costa Rica is apparently up quite a bit, about 31%. Um, Costa Rica has, uh, imported 759,000 cigars in the United States. Dominican Republic is sitting at 84.6 million, which is down about a half a percent. Honduras is at 54.4 million, which is down about um, three-tenths of a percent. And then Nicaragua with um, uh, 166.9 million cigars, which is up 8.8%. Uh, so yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of cigars coming into the United States, and it's funny because you hear people talk about the boom of the '90s, and then you hear people refer to the the boom that happened during the COVID time, and you know, but then you hear from other people, some some retailers and whatnot, you know, everybody's kind of looking for when is the boom over, when is the boom over, and it kind of makes you wonder, like, if maybe some folks out of COVID picked up the habit and. Um, you know, maybe uh, this is the this this excess um, imports kind of show that um, you know cigars picked up new people. I mean, you know, you know, we don't know. Um, it obviously seems that way because you wouldn't think retailers would be buying um, all this product that manufacturers are importing to the United States 
if uh, they didn't have anybody to sell it to. Anyway, thought on my part, <sighs> trying to keep the cigar lit. Anyway, so yeah, so we got that going for us. Now, one thing we do not have going for us, um, another piece of cigar news. Well, I guess those of us in the United States, we have our own problems to worry about. But uh, folks living over in Hong Kong, you've got some problems to worry about. Um, Hong Kong is apparently considering banning tobacco to anyone born after 2008. I guess New Zealand last year must have uh, passed some sort of a measure where they basically just had a cutoff year and said, if you're born after this year, you can't buy tobacco products. And, you know, they go from there. And so apparently the Secretary of Health for Hong Kong, this comes to us from Half Wheel, uh, confirmed that the government was considering the approach as part of a report that is expected to be announced in early 2023. Hong Kong's parliament voted on a first draft in July, though that language would not restrict the sale of vaping products. Um, The South China Morning Post quoted a Liberal Party legislator saying he would support increasing the minimum age to purchase tobacco products from 18 to 21, but that a complete ban for those born after 2008 was way too much. I mean... <laughs> you know, um, I kind of find it funny that somebody from the Liberal Party um, would be would be advocating let no ban, but maybe that means something different in Hong Kong than it does here in the United States. Anyway, um, I guess it also emerged earlier this year that uh, Denmark and the United Kingdom were both considering birth year based uh, bans on tobacco sales as well. So I would say that if you are a resident of Denmark or the UK, you might want to keep an eye on that because uh, your people might be um, deciding that they know what's better for you than what you think is good for you. And that never leads anywhere good in my opinion, but you know, what can you do? Anyway, So far, I'm really digging this Agonor Salif Anniversario. Um, I do wish I would have been able to make it over to see uh, to see Terrence um, this evening. Um, well, tomorrow evening. I'm recording on Thursday for Friday. You, you guys get it. Anyway, um, but uh, it just it it didn't work out. But you know, um, I will say that uh, if he does come through your area. You really want to look into this. This this whole Agonorsic experience sounds really, really cool. And um, I think it would be a really good thing for people to experience so that they can expand their palate. Because, you know, Agonorsic leaf, you know, you guys don't know. Uh, I mean, well, maybe some of you do. But Agonorsic leaf provides so much tobacco to so many different manufacturers. And some of your favorite cigars that come from other manufacturers... They probably they there's a very high probability that their Agonorsa cigars just you know branded accordingly, and um, you know so it's one of those things where if you haven't tried an Agonorsa leaf cigar, you might be missing out because they're they're obvi- they're putting out good stuff of their own while at the same time helping and producing for other people. So it's it's just something that you might want to consider. Anyway, um. And I will say that the cigar pairs very nicely with uh, the fucking good coffee. Um, The whiskey blend here. Um, I don't know. uh, I'm enjoying that. So, anyway... um, for today's show, I, like I said, I wanted to touch on those that little bit of news, and uh, that went a lot quicker than I thought it would. Um, you know, we have uh, we have some things that we need to get into, but uh, you know, just kind of just kind of do a little housekeeping here. So why don't we go ahead? Um, it's a little early, but I'm flying solo, so you know, I don't really uh, know what else to do. I'm gonna go ahead and jump in to ask the boys. Shall we play a game? You talking to me? I have a question for you. You gotta ask me nicely. Ask me about my wiener! You got a question. You ask the apple. 
Come on, sucker. Let's get it on. Let's get it on. So, guys, we need your calls, questions, concerns, whatever, to the Ask the Boys hotline at area code 863-874-0000. You guys have been very quiet. And um, I don't know. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm thinking that probably starting at the beginning of the year, this is going to go to a um, um, monthly segment because uh, you guys have been just too quiet. And I don't think a weekly segment works for it anymore. But for right now, um, uh, since we do have the Christmas Carol contest going on, um, we're gonna we're gonna keep it a weekly segment. Which, guys, um, if you missed my episode from Tuesday that I did with Nick Gervais, um, we talk a little bit about the Christmas Carol segment. Basically, the runtime for the voicemail is three minutes. You guys, all you have to do is come up with a Christmas Carol, either a song or a poem, like a you know night before Christmas kind of thing. And you got to tailor it to um, the cigar pulpit. You got to mention, you know, MMC. And um, maybe, in you know, in addition to My Monthly Cigars, if there's a way for you to slip in the reference to the fucking good coffee, that probably wouldn't hurt. And what's going to happen is um, you guys call into the hotline. You either sing your song or present your, your poem. And we will choose the winner. And once we choose the winner, there'll be a nice prize pack from MMC and fucking good coffee that uh, will be coming your way. And so you want to make sure you get those in because looking ahead to the calendar, um, I'm thinking that we um, we probably, oh, when are we going to make that decision? Um we have an episode on Friday, December 23rd. I don't... I guess we could do it that one. Um, I'm going to say the cutoff for this is probably going to end up being Tuesday, December 20th. So you got to make sure you have your, um, your calls in before that episode is recorded, which... Uh, let let all right <laughs> i'm thinking out loud here so i apologize i'm going to say that the cutoff time for getting your your voicemails in is friday december 16th everything will be played on the tuesday december 20th episode and that's when we're going to make a decision um and well we'll probably i think we're talking about putting out a poll in the prisoners group and everything else but the long and short of it is is we're going to play the calls on the Friday or Tuesday, December 20th episode, and then we'll probably announce the winner in the Friday, um, no, the Tuesday, December 27th episode. So we'll give a week between playing the call and announcing the winner. So, okay. All right. Just to review and recap, as I was thinking out loud doing this, your cutoff time for getting it in, end of day. Friday, December 16th. Calls will be played Tuesday, December 20th. And the winner will be announced on the Tuesday, December 27th episode. So that gives you guys, what, a month? Just shy of a month to uh, to get these done. So that's plenty of time. You got plenty of time to do this. Anyway, so, all right. Now that I've gotten that bit of business out of the way, let's go ahead and jump to the first call. Hey guys, uh, this is Noah Colin. Um, with outdoor smoking season coming to a close at most places across this country, I was wondering what your favorite uh, area to smoke is. <clears throat> Excuse me. Whether that would be uh, outside during the summer, in your ice tent, in a lounge in a house, at a cigar bar, at a restaurant? Uh, do you prefer to smoke alone with people? What is your ideal smoking uh, surroundings? Look forward to your answer. Keep up the good work. Thanks, Noah. That's a really good question. Um, so it does all depend on time of year. And for me, in the... I would say later part of the spring when it's 
warm enough to sit outside and everything else. Later part of the spring and the summer, with the exception of that one little period of like the dog days of summer when it's just balls hot out and you just don't want to go outside. Um, I would say during that period of time, outside is perfect. Um, autumn, outside is perfect. During the dog days of summer and the winter, I would say, and, and that first part of spring, when it's a little chilly and when it's mostly fairly rainy around St. Louis area, um, anyway, I don't know about the rest of the country, but I know here in the St. Louis in the first part of the spring, it's really pretty rainy. So the odds of you getting outside and smoking, it may be warm enough. You just may get rained on. Um, that uh, that period of time, I like a, like a lounge. Um, I've never had uh, the ability to smoke inside my house. And, you know, as much as I talk about my ice tent and I do like my ice tent and I'm even in my ice tent right now, the ice tent is a, um, it's a means to an end. It's not an ideal situation. It's, it's, it's a way for me to do so, to have a cigar at home, but it's not the way I would prefer to have a cigar at home. You know what I mean? It's, I would much rather sit out on my patio at my table or, um, you know, underneath the carport or something like that and just, and just be out and exposed to the, to the natural elements. But it's just too damn cold, um, you know, this time of year and into the winter. So you have to do something to, in order to stay warm and shield, you know, shield yourself from the wind. Um, but I like the lounge. I like, um, I like the camaraderie. I like the conversation. You know, there are some days that when I go to the lounge, I bring a book or, you know, bring my iPad or something like that. And I just want to sit and just chill and kind of be left alone and retreat into, you know, just some alone time. But by and large, I like the lounge for the conversation and the camaraderie and that kind of thing. Um, you know, when I am smoking at home, typically I'm by myself. That's when I catch up on my TV. You know, I have my iPad and I, I catch up on TV time. Um, when I'm outside smoking and, and having a cigar. So, you know, it's, it's, it's all different experiences in terms of what my absolute favorite way to enjoy a cigar and smoke is. Um, I don't think there's necessarily a right answer with that because, uh, you know, I think anytime that you can steal a little bit of time to have a cigar, that's, that's a good way of doing it. You know, you don't necessarily have to, um, it doesn't. I, I don't know. I guess it's always more preferred with the cigar than without. But anyway, um, thanks, Noah. I appreciate the call and the question. Moving on to the next one here. Yeah, Jerry Polieski here. Okay. Uh, I got to say, Mr. Miller, I I am a little disappointed. Uh, I did the uh, spot there for you for the one must go. And you are talking about uh, replacing me there. Uh, old Drew Pulaski, uh has used this uh, new fame, as it turns out, to uh, rope in a fair amount of tail at my local watering hole across a multitude of uh, different genders, as it turns out. Wait, so what? please do not uh, take this away from me. However... As it turns out, I do understand if you do, as you're saying, essentially, that I am not on your level, as it turns out. <laughs> and I, I do understand that. Uh, you have uh, a nice job as a, uh, as a uh, owner of a newspaper there, whereas Jerry Polanski, uh just goes around a grinder trying to find some odd jobs, as it turns out. And you also work at uh, the Riverman Cigar Company, as it turns out, which is a fine establishment for all your cigar needs. Yeah, if you don't have a brick and mortar nearby, let Riverman and Dan at Riverman be your brick and mortar. He does mail order for all your cigar needs. That's Dan 
at the Rivermen, and that is Cigar Cut is brought to you by Dan at Rivermen <laughs> Cigar Company. Okay, so apparently Jerry Pulaski is trying out for other bits on the uh, pulpit here, and um, uh, Jerry, I don't think Grinder is a is a is a job site. I think uh, I think you need to go to like Indeed or some other actual like employment um, site. I don't think Grinder is where you go to try and find work. Um, although maybe maybe he might be looking for different work than than what i'm talking about and i did catch the uh the on the level comment there um that was that was good that was a a nice not so subtle dig so anyway um guys that's that's been this week's ask the boys um like i said you've been very quiet so give us a call on the hotline area code 863-874-0000 call in and tell us about um Maybe your Thanksgiving traditions. Um, you know, do you have any family Thanksgiving traditions? Do you guys um, maybe get together with, uh, you know, um, family, be it uh, the whole family or maybe just, uh, you know, dads, uncles, brothers, whatever. And maybe you guys have a cigar sitting around the uh, the turkey fryer or something like that. I don't know. Anyway, uh, maybe call in and talk to us about uh, Thanksgiving traditions a little bit before you know, that holiday comes and goes. And, um, otherwise, uh, yeah, um, that, that, that's, that's Ask the Boys. (laughs) This is not one of those solo ones that I had really planned out very well. Um, so I'm feeling a little underprepared, but Anyway, um, why don't we uh, give an update on the Aganorsa Leaf Anniversario Maduro? I am not quite to the halfway point, but I do think I've probably started to creep in slightly on the second, third. And um, it's just such a great cigar. It smoke smokes so smoothly um, and, and, you know, mellow. And, you know, it's it's got a good good flavor to it very it's got that earthy and um uh kind of uh uh spicy kind of thing going on with it um it uh it just the draw on it you cannot i can't i I, you can't beat the draw on this thing this is the perfect draw on a cigar i am going to try and take off this first band if i can without knocking the ash all into my lap here um there we go and uh anyway i will say burn line wise i had a little bit of a eh, little divity kind of thing it's so it's not quite like you know stupid tight but um it's it's pretty good i mean it is um i'd say a soft box press cigar so i'm trying to remember to roll it you know kind of as i as i smoke it um you know, so we got that going for us. So anyway, why don't we now get into this? Guess what, motherfucker? It's time for three cigars that I've smoked and enjoyed this week. And uh, admittedly, I have not smoked that much this week. Um, so I had my uh, my son over the past weekend, and um, I don't... Don't, you know, take time for cigars when I've got my son um, for a lot of reasons that I won't get into. But, uh, you know, I don't really smoke around my son. And then um, this week, my son has been uh, with me a little extra. Um, His mom has been out of town. And so um, I've had him um, a few extra days this week. And um, so I... uh, Obviously, haven't been smoking those days. And then on Tuesday, when I normally do my newspaper layout, I I did it all inside um, because I just I it was cold here in St. Louis, and I just I don't know I didn't I didn't come out to the tent with it, and so I didn't really even smoke any cigars while I was doing my newspaper layout. So realistically, I have not had a lot of cigars to smoke this week. So coming up with a list of three was. Um, a little daunting, but I did manage to pull it off. 
So the first one that I did enjoy was the uh, Brickhouse Bricktoberfest 2022. I had one of those over Top Shooters the other day, and um, I've still got a handful of those left. Fantastic cigar. I mean, it was it was a nice um, addition to the Bricktoberfest um, promotion that J.C. Newman does. You know, they've done the the boots, you know, or the or the steins or whatever for I believe five years straight now. Um, and uh, but this year they came out with a specific Bricktoberfest cigar to go along with the promotion, and it's such a great cigar. It it smokes wonderfully. It's got a little bit. It, it's kind of like that Ciento Por Ciento. I need to. I, I that's something. You know, I could have done that today. Um, but uh, I need to sit down and compare the Ciento Por Ciento and the Bricktoberfest 2022 to see how they stack up against one another. But um, I would say that the Bricktoberfest is similar to the Ciento Por Ciento in that it's a brick house that knows somebody. So anyway, I really enjoyed it, and I had one of those the other day. Uh, my next one is another Agonorsa Leaf product. Um, not to uh, you know, um, you know, give a lot of uh, shout outs to Agonorsa Leaf, but it's what I smoked and it's what I enjoyed. Um, I had uh, the Agonorsa Leaf, um, and I believe. Hang on. I did not take my notes properly here. I just wrote down Agonorsa Leaf. It is the um, La Validation uh, Corojo. Um, it was the yeah La the La Validation line. Um, and if you guys they these things came out, I believe earlier this year. Um, the La Validation comes in um, Connecticut, um, Habano. Corojo and Maduro, but the Corojo is just lights out. It's so good. Um, I had one of those the other day and really enjoyed it. Although I have to say, in comparison, I think I'm digging this Anniversario more. Now, that does make sense. The Anniversario is, um, I think, one of their, you know, like it, it, it's a the price point on it is a little higher. And uh, I think they kind of tout this as one of their um, more nicer cigars whereas the la validation is um uh kind of standard um standard line kind of stuff but i mean but when i say that i don't mean to diminish the la validation it's just that you know you know how it is there's some you you have the la the 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 standard line and then you have the 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 cadillac brands you know well you know the anniversario is more of their cadillac and it's good but um in terms of uh one that i smoked and enjoyed this week the La Validation Corojo was amazing. And then the last one that I had was another J.C. Newman product. Um, I smoked a uh, El Baton by J.C. Newman um, when I was working my shift at uh, Riverman last week. And good cigar. Really, really good cigar. Had uh, um, had a lot of smoke time on that thing. I mean, I did the, uh, the uh, Double Torpedo, which... Um, it smoked, I mean, I probably got damn near two hours out of it. I mean, it smoked like a champ, and um, you get a lot of time for not a lot of money out of that cigar. So if you guys have not tried the uh, newly tweaked blend and um, newly repackaged El Baton from J.C. Newman, um, give that a try, because it is just a very, very good cigar. Um. Okay, well, that's been three cigars we smoked and enjoyed this week. Why don't we go ahead now and jump over and do the final third Friday uh, pairing from our guys, Broccoli Rob and Isaiah, over at the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. And I know they've been busy. They're kind of gearing up for uh, wrapping up the end of uh, 2022. And, um, I mean, my God, their first year anniversary is going to be coming, you know, before we know it in March. But, uh you know, for right now, they're just uh, doing what they do over there in Ingalls, Indiana, having a good time. I know they just went on another barrel uh, barrel pick not too long ago. So, um, you know, on the on the whiskey side, on the cigar side, there's always something good going on over at the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. And so, why don't we go ahead and turn it over for Final Third Friday with Broccoli Rob and Isaiah? <laughs> It's time for Final Third Friday with my man, Broccoli Rob. All right, welcome back to Final Third Friday. I'm Rob. And I'm Isaiah. And today we are doing our pairing with the 
new released um, crowned heads. It's the Four Kicks um, Kappa Especial Limited Edition Lancero. Uh, this is a Dominican-made cigar, medium to full. Early on, it leans more towards full, ends up more medium towards the end. It's an Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with Nicaraguan binder and Dominican and Nicaraguan fillers. And we're pairing that today with Elijah Craig Barrel Proof Batch C922. This is 12-year aged Elijah Craig at Barrel Proof. And honestly, this is a stellar bottle. It is. And it's my favorite Elijah Craig I think I've had to date. Yeah. Especially of the of the of the barrel proof stuff. So very, very good. Um, getting into this cigar on the cold draw alone, it was just this nice. I mean, to me, I, I was getting raisin bran. Yeah, there was a slight cinnamon in there for me, but it was raisin bran for yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, upon light up, the initial retrohale on the cigar, nice, spicy, you know, dark black pepper. Um, you get some espresso notes, some charred brown sugar. Charred in brown there. sugar. I mean, we even had a, at one point we were getting a. Uh, it was like a, a charred candied bacon. Yeah. Um, just a really, really nice profile on the cigar. With the whiskey? Into the whiskey in the first third. It's It almost, it brings out a lot of those cherry notes. So it's almost like a tart cherry pie. And mm-hmm. then you go back to the smoke and it brings in a lot of those uh, dark chocolate notes. And a and a really really nice espresso note. Yeah, absolutely, and definitely into the second third, you get a lot. It's leaning a lot more heavily towards the espresso notes, some of those light umamis and stuff like that in there, to where you're not getting as much of the spice on the retrohale. Yeah, um, but back with the whiskey, it's like to me at one point I was getting like a it was a dark chocolate cherry cordial but without the vanilla cream it was more like a mocha cream yeah absolutely and uh, towards the end of the second third of the cigar for me the whiskey it just brought out so much more of the brown sugar notes in there absolutely so you're talking uh, uh, just confectionery sugars and molasses yeah still the cherry towards the finish on the whiskey but as we continued through the smoke the whiskey continues to feel more viscous on the palate yeah and just so much sweeter yeah and this whiskey's coming in at 124.8 proof yeah so it's a higher proof whiskey but um, it doesn't drink that way. It's so much sweeter, and, and the depth on it's really nice. The, the viscosity on the tongue is just beautiful. falls off the sides of your tongue, yeah. and it just keeps building the flavor in your mouth. Um, once you start getting into the final third of this cigar, which is where I'm getting into right now, um, the pepper is starting to build back up. It the is. strength's building back up. Um, that espresso note's still there, but you're getting a lot more spice and with the whiskey, it just pops more of that brown sugar. Yeah, and on the palate on the cigar in the final third, it, that almost candied bacon note really just turns into like charred brown sugar for me. It does. On the palate, on on the retro. It's like the flakes of the candy off the bacon. Yeah. It's totally. still, still getting that little bit of the savoriness of the bacon, but you're not getting the bacon flavor. Yeah, absolutely. And this has been a fantastic pairing. Um, we just really got has. in these Kappa Specials in the shop, so yeah. uh, they should be hitting your local shop soon. Should if be. You're looking, if you have a shop that carries crown heads and definitely keeps up with their special releases. But this is a beautiful Lancero it that, is. as a new release, was ready to smoke right out of the box, which yeah. you're not getting a lot lately. No, they put some age on this one, and I literally pulled one off the truck and, and lit it up, and it smoked great. Um We've got several boxes. We got all we could get in here. I don't think they're going to last real long. Again, it's a limited release, so once they're gone, they're gone. Um, but if you get a chance to come out and try this, the pairing is going to be with the discount in the mid twenties again. Um, again, that's a good good price point for a pairing, especially when you're looking at an Elijah Craig barrel proof along with the cigar. Yeah, um, you just can't go wrong with this pairing. So hopefully, you come in and try this out this week. We'll have the pairing as long as we have the cigars available. And, um, yeah, we'll see you in here soon. Yeah, you can find me on Instagram at the Whiskey Pastor. Yeah, and I'm Rob, and I'm here um, on Instagram. It's at Final Third Cigar. And you can check out our website, FinalThirdCigar.com as well. Cool. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Cheers. Cheers.
Well, thanks, guys. We really do appreciate it. And like I've always said, if you guys are in the Ingalls, Indiana area, you're going to want to swing by the Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. It's a very wonderful place. You know, great atmosphere. Um, Noah, going back to your question from Ask the Boys, if you're going to chill out in a lounge, um, you could do um, nothing but worse by uh, going anywhere but uh, the uh, Final Third Cigar and Whiskey Lounge. I think that made sense. Anyway, um, so yeah, make sure you swing by and say hi to Broccoli Rob and the crew. Um, anyway, well, now the United Cigars One Must Go. We all need to live united, but one must go. Brought to you by United Cigars, makers of La Giana Havana, Abuelo, Red Anchor, Firecracker, and of course, United Cigars. Distributors of Jose Dominguez, Garofalo, Montoza and Terranova and the highly acclaimed Atabay, Byron, and Bandolero. Buy United, Smoke United, Live United, United Cigars. Yep. I really need to get that re-recorded. Um, Anyway, so we've kind of been getting into the holiday season here. Um, I'm I'm not one of those, you know, let's jump past Thanksgiving and get to Christmas kind of guys, but... uh, you know, I do recognize that, you know, maybe we're in the holiday season, and so it gets people thinking about Christmas. And so one of the things that, you know, I like to do at Christmas time is watch um, maybe some of my favorite Christmas movies. And so I found a uh, One Must Go of Christmas movies here. So I'm not picking these movies. Um, I'm not stacking the deck here. You know, as you can see, this is, this is I have a thing here. Um, so we're picking four movies here and one must go. So we're going to go with, uh, uh, a Christmas story, Elf, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, and Home Alone. Now, um, there's two of them on this list, quite frankly, I could go ahead and do without. Um, I, you know, Home Alone, I've seen it. It's what it is. Um... There's so much wrong with that movie when you actually break it down and think about it. You know, the fact that this kid is is all by its, himself. Um, the parents, they obviously live in a very affluent neighborhood in Chicago and couldn't think to call anybody, even a neighbor or somebody, to go over and check on Kevin. Um, you know, it's just there's, there's so much incredibly wrong. Um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, I'm not... I don't have the nostalgic love for Home Alone that some people do. And so for me, um, that's one that I would go ahead and consider cutting. Elf is another one that, quite frankly, I just struggle getting into. I know some people really like Elf, um, but uh, Will Ferrell's one of those guys that like, I either really like him in a movie or I just am just annoyed the hell by him. And this is one of those ones where he just annoys the hell out of me. So realistically, I could do away with either Elf or Home Alone. Christmas Story, I don't need to watch it 24 hours straight like the one channel. You know, on Christmas Day, they run it 24 hours straight. But I do like A Christmas Story. Um, There's a sequel that I guess is coming out or maybe is out already on HBO Max um, where they have the guy who played, you know, Ralphie. In uh, the Christmas story, he he comes back to town. I guess is, I guess as the story goes, based off the trailer that I've seen, the the dad passes away, and so Ralphie comes home, and he's got a he's got his kids, and and you know the mom's there and everything, and they've got to basically do Christmas, and so Ralphie's now in charge of Christmas, and so um and it's it's set in the past too. I don't believe it's set uh, current day. I believe it's probably set in maybe like the seventies or eighties. Um based off what I've seen, but it looks all right. I'll give it a shot. I'll see. Personally, I don't know if that movie needed a sequel. Um, It kind of feels a bit like a cash grab, but whatever, you know. But for me, the absolute pinnacle never gets any better. The cream of the crop top Christmas movie that you could do is National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I love that movie so much. I quote it all the damn time. Um, you know, one of the, one of my favorite little throwaway lines is at the end when they've got, um, you know, um, Bill Murray's brother, um, 
uh, Brian Doyle Murray, and he's the boss, and they've got him, you know, at the house, and he's explaining how he, you know, screwed everybody out of their bonus checks, and the cops are there and whatever else. And after he gets done with that, the one cop in charge just looks at him and goes, that's low, mister. If I had a rubber hose, I would beat you. And it's just like, it's just such a little throwaway line. But I love it. I, I laugh so much at that one. And then, um, you know, you've got uh, the one uncle, you know, smoking his uh, cigars and catching the Christmas tree on fire. And and uh, just I, there's so much going on in that movie um, that it, for me, I think it's the best in the National Lampoon movies. I think it's the best of um, the Christmas movies. And Christmas is not the same unless I see National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. So um, that one definitely has to say. So in terms of those four, which one goes, you know, I'd flip a coin, Elf or uh, Home Alone. If I had to pick one, um, I'd, I'd, I'd cut Elf before I cut Home Alone. But um, I really don't need to see either one of them. So... That's been this week's Asked, uh, no, that wasn't Asked the Boys. I'm looking at the soundboard and I saw the wrong thing. That's been uh, this episode's United Cigars, One Must Go. The One Must Go segment was brought to you by United Cigars. United we smoke. So I am uh, a little bit past the halfway point of my Aganor Salif Anniversario Maduro. And I will say the strength of this cigar is kind of picking up. It's probably um, medium plus. And um, it's just kicking off so much smoke. I love that so much. I love when my cigar is like a little smokestack here in uh, in the ice tent. And it's just, it's it's kicking off so much smoke. And I'm just digging it so, so much. Um, anyway, um, why don't we now go ahead and since we're getting business out of the way, we'll hear about my monthly cigars. This would normally be the time that I give some information about My Monthly Cigars, but I've hired that out this week, so take it away. My Monthly Cigars is a premium cigar subscription service. It comes in a variety of different size boxes at affordable prices. Use offer code PULPIT and get free shipping on your first box and 20% off any items in the online store at MyMonthlyCigars.com. That's offer code PULPIT. Thanks! Thanks. Um, anyway, um, you guys uh, want to get over to My Monthly Cigars. He's got that wish list that is now up and going. He talked a lot about that in the uh, Tuesday episode. Um, but this is a great way for you guys to assemble a, an online wish list of whatever cigars and accessories and anything else you're wanting um, so that you can share that wish list with your significant other or somebody else in your life. So that you can make sure that this holiday season you get what you want underneath the tree. But, you know, not just holiday season, birthdays, anniversaries, you know, whatever it is. It's it's a great way for you to let the people in your life know what um, cigar products you're looking for. So that they don't buy the wrong thing or, you know, have to guess or anything like that. They can literally go and see the list and they can... Either by, I'm sure, right there on uh, mymonthlycigars.com, or they can go to their local brick and mortar and inquire about it. You know, I mean, it's it's a good way for them to um, do the shopping and uh, make sure you get what you want because that's the thing. Nobody wants to nobody wants to feign um, you know pleasure with a gift when in reality you're sitting there thinking like oh, you got me um, the Connecticut and I wanted the Maduro, or you got me. Um, maybe you bought me a box of Gurkhas and well, nobody, nobody wants a box of Gurkhas. Anyway, um, I'm sure there's somebody, but it's nobody I know anyway. Um, so yeah, make sure you go over there and check out the wish list at mymonthlycigars.com. And then also guys, check out fuckinggoodcoffee.com, F-A-H-King.com, uh, goodcoffee.com, because guess what? It's fucking good coffee. Um, mine's gotten a little cold out here in the uh, ice tent of love, but hey, it's still got good flavor and it still pairs very nicely with your cigar. 
<coughs> speaking of which, I decided to do a retro hail just there. And uh, wow, the uh, pepper um, quotient. Oh my gosh, it's hanging in there. Uh, the pepper quotient on the uh, retro hail has definitely increased since early in the cigar. Um, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily done so on the smoking experience. Um, I'm still getting a very earthy um, and slightly peppery taste off of the cigar itself. Um, but I wouldn't say that uh, the pepper level on the smoking experience has increased. But, um, man, you run that smoke through the nostrils and uh, the 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 pepper on the smoke is is way more prevalent now. Um, I'll do another one once I get into the actual final third, which I guess I'm getting close to the final third of this cigar, but you know, not quite. I'm, I'm smoking it kind of fast here. Um, I've probably only been smoking it for, oh, well, not quite an hour at this point, but, uh, you know, it's, it's what it is anyway. Um, and then guys, we're on the socials. Um, you can check us out on Instagram at the cigar pulpit, as well as at Naked Gator, N-E-K-K-I-D Gator. We're also available on Facebook, where we have the Cigar Pulpit Parishioners Group. It's probably the only good reason to be on Facebook these days. Um, you can go ahead, request to join in on there. There's all kinds of activity. People are posting stuff, sharing cigars that they're smoking. Um, you know, that's where we put up polls and various questions sometimes. And, uh, you know, it's just it's it's a nice, good group to be a part of and uh, get a little bit more cigar activity in your newsfeed. And then we are on Twitter with uh, the Cigar Pulpit. However, um, I uh, I haven't bought the blue check mark, so I haven't I haven't I I don't even know if that's technically for sale yet. I know they're talking about it, but um, I, uh, I I'm still waiting to see what's going on with all that. Twitter's one of those platforms that I've just never really been in love with, but maybe you know i i keep saying it's going to end up being the last refuge for us after uh facebook and instagram boot us off so hopefully uh it stays that way and hopefully we maybe can uh can utilize it a little bit more and then we can watch you guys can watch this on youtube where um we have i mean it's probably been about a year now that we've been doing the uh the video uh, component of this show. So we probably have about a year's worth of uh, shows up on YouTube by now. And, um, you know, if you haven't gone to YouTube and subscribed to the channel, you know, do so. Even if uh, even if you listen to the audio version, go ahead and subscribe to the channel anyway. Um, it kind of helps us be seen by other, um, you know, cigar-minded you know, people and um, kind of helps us be uh, be discovered. So we'd appreciate that. And then uh, we do need your questions for Ask the Boys, so make sure you give the hotline a call at area code 863-874-0000. Anyway, as I am entering the final third of this uh, Aganorsa Leaf Anniversario Maduro, um, I'm really digging it. This is a fantastic cigar. Um, MSRP on this, I think, is... May is somewhere between thirteen and fifteen dollars. Um, it's a it's, but it's such a great cigar. Um, it's not one that maybe somebody wants to smoke on the regular, just due to the price point. You know, I mean, let's be real, dollar cost average. I don't think we can sit around and smoke multiple fifteen dollars cigars in a day. But um, it's definitely one that uh, is very pleasant. Has a lot of good flavor to it. Smokes wonderfully. I mean. Like I said, the draw on this, the smoke production, you know, even my burn line uh, earlier, it was kind of a little wonky. It's it's generally um, pretty straight now, and uh, that, that corrected itself. It's just such a wonderfully made cigar. It has such a wonderful flavor to it. I, you know, you just, it's, it's one of those ones that it's so just across the board great that, um, I think it needs a little bit more attention than what it gets. So make sure if you are at your brick and mortar, you check out the uh, Aganor Salif Anniversario Maduro. Um, that's, uh, 
last little bit of housekeeping. So, um, I've been thinking quite a bit about this, and I haven't made a full decision yet. But um, life has been very busy here um, at the Cigar Pulpit. And it's one of those things where um, it has been difficult to manage to a week. Um, It was easier during COVID for a lot of reasons. And, uh, you know, um, throughout 2022, I've tried very hard to, um, to maintain the two a week. Um, you know, we did the pulpit rewinds the first quarter of the year. I started back with, uh, two original every, uh, every week, um, in May. And, um, then, uh, uh, I think I've only done maybe one rewind since then. Um, for just, I mean, I, if I'm right, that was the week that just, it just wasn't going to happen. Um, and so it's one of those things where it's been very difficult maintaining to a week, um, going forward again, haven't made a decision, but, um, I did just kind of want to prep everybody for the prospect that it's possible that come 2023, um, we go ahead and pair back to do, uh, just one a week. Um, and, uh, that's something that, that needs to be sussed out. So I just kind of wanted to give everybody a heads up. Now, one of the things that I am looking at doing is, um, maybe trying to expand out, you know, the, the, the greater pulpit family a little bit, you know, um, I like these, um, segments where people have their own little unique thing. You know, you've got, uh, Broccoli Rob and Isaiah doing their pairing. You have, uh, Pinky doing her fun facts. You know, it's one of those things where those kind of little pre-recorded, you know, segments um, that I can drop in and, you know, expand the uh, the the listener experience for everybody. Um, I kind of like that. So um, it's one of those things. Guys, I guess what I'm saying is let me know what your thoughts are. You know, in the parishioners group, maybe, you know, drop a, drop a comment in the parishioners group and say, you know, um, let me know what you think about the prospect of maybe doing one um, super condensed or super show a week versus, you know, two shows a week. Um, maybe let me know um, what you would like more of. Do you want more interviews? Do you want, um, you know, like more guests? Um, do you want more um, just stupid banter? Do you want, um, do you like the pre-recorded, you know, segments, the, the, you know, the final third Friday and the, and the, I mean, you guys seem to like the pinkies fun fact. I only did the one and, uh, you know, the response to just the one, um, so far, I mean, I guess we've got this one now. Um, the response to just the one was really positive. So, um, I'll be curious, uh, you know, if that maintains and, uh, just kind of keep me posted. Let me know like what you like, what you don't like. Obviously, Ask the Boys may have run its course. Um, like I said, I'm thinking that come January, that's going to go to a monthly segment. And you guys can call in and we'll do, um, you know, one episode a month where we feature your phone calls. Maybe it's not a weekly thing anymore. But, um, you know, just kind of let me know kind of what you're thinking. Like, what what more would you want to see? What do you want to see less of? Um, I guess I could do a survey, but realistically, um, that requires you know, a lot of thought to sit down and put together a survey and it requires you guys to sit down and actually fill out a full survey. I'm not asking for anything necessarily that formal, just kind of, you know, post a comment that says, Hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. This is what I want to see more of, you know, that kind of thing or whatever. And, you know, you don't even have to, but if you don't like something, you know, I mean, you don't have to share that with me, but you know, you could, and I, I'm a big boy. I can take a little criticism. It's fine. Um, but yeah, just, just kind of, you know, I guess what we're saying is just kind of let us know your thoughts and, and, you know, we'll, we'll, I want, I kind of want to tailor things, um, up a little bit, um, in 2023. So, you know, we'll see where it goes anyway. Um, final thoughts on the anniversary or, um, Agonor's leave anniversario. 
again, I dig it a lot. It's a really great cigar, great flavor, and uh, I think anyway, I think anybody who um, enjoys a medium to eventually medium plus cigar um, would really enjoy it. If you're a super mild smoker, I don't think it's a bad cigar for you to try. I don't know if necessarily you're going to enjoy it to the full extent that that I am. Maybe. I mean, um, but, uh, you know, it's it's definitely a quality, quality cigar. Great flavor to it. And I would highly recommend it um, to anybody, really, um, at least to try once. So anyway, look up the Aganor Salif Anniversario. And otherwise, um, I guess that's all I've got. So, guys... Thank you so much for taking a little time out of your day to uh, to hang out with me. And hopefully this wasn't a complete boring waste of your time. And uh, we will be back next week with more. And we will uh, we'll catch you later. So, guys, this has been another Sermon from the Cigar Pulpit. I'm Nick. Stay safe and stay smoky. Glad I left the door open on the tent, because, man, the smoke rolling off this thing is intense. Anyway, take care, guys.